Hello, ladies and gentlemen. We have done it. We have made it into the same room after how many weeks has it been? Three weeks, probably? Jeez. About three weeks. Sure is good to see you guys. I have missed you. I've got Veras here. I've got Nathan over there. Uh, hello. Nice to finally see you all again. I got tired of just listening to your voices on the phone. You have sweet, sultry voices, but I do like seeing your faces along, along the lines of you know, getting to actually talk to y'all again. It's nice. It is nice. It's, it's great to be back with the gang, and uh, actually in person I enjoy the interaction a little bit better because I think that we all feed off each other's sort of, uh, you know, emotions and oh, yeah. a little bit easier than... <laughs> listen to somebody on the phone, so it's great right. to be back. Missed you guys. Um, and it's uh, way easier to cut someone off. I just proved it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a uh, it's it's just great to get the hell out of the house. Absolutely. That's, that's where I'm at right now. That's right. I bet. So before we get into today's topic, um, James, take us through your little COVID journey. It was great. So <laughs> I woke up one morning, and I was like. Man, my chest feels weird. Nothing else was really wrong. I just, my chest felt weird. It had this feeling in it, like high in my chest right here. He had gas. <laughs> it was like indigestion, but on the top, you know, it was just super strange. And so I uh, kind of went through the day. I did a workout that day and it kind of, the feeling dissipated and that probably just a matter of getting blood pumping and stuff. And I just didn't feel that weird little tinge in my chest. And the next day I was just, just got a little bit of a cough and then sinus stuff. And so it picked up pretty slowly. Um, I had that uh, memorial for my aunt right there after Christmas. So my son, like I had symptoms throughout Christmas, just kind of light sinusy stuff. And then the day of my aunt's uh, memorial was just brutal as far as like I was coughing, I was tired. I didn't really want to do anything. Went and I still... Uh, I wore a mask, which in Elko, no one wears a mask, so everyone's kind of looking at me funny. I was like, no, guys, I just, I have a cough, and I don't know what it is yet. I haven't been tested. I don't plan on getting tested right now. So I'm just trying to keep everyone healthy, and so they understood that. And um, The only time I took it off, I did get up on stage and, and say a few words at the memorial. Um, and then after that, that next day, I just laid on the couch all day long for a week straight from that point forward, basically got up the first day I really felt bad was the Monday after that and I actually woke up at 2 30 in the morning because I just felt like crap <clears throat> and uh, I think it was probably the best thing I could have done I stayed awake I didn't go back to sleep I didn't I went and got some meds in me and got on my computer I was working by four o'clock had my shower out of the way and I just pounded water all day just trying to hydrate and flush out whatever it was out of my system so that's how it all started, and then from, and I'm sure it was from not sleeping all that first day, but like I said, just the week after that, just sleep on and off, and kind of just relax, stay out of the cold. As soon as I went in the cold, I'd cough, and I still have that a little bit, just from whatever's left in my lungs, and I don't like cold air. But, yeah, sure is good to be out of my parents' house again, kind of... <laughs> I mean, I love them to death, and it was great to be there and get fed while I was sick and not have to worry about what was for dinner or, you know, a lot of those responsibilities of running your own life, you know? Right. But, um, and also, I, I wasn't allowed to come back to my life because Kayla didn't want to get sick, understandably. And, and the dogs. And the dogs. Gotta keep the dogs healthy. <laughs> huh. But, yeah, so, um, 
freaking worked out as best as it could, but I am grateful to be back in Reno where I feel like I'm working for more of my own stuff and and actually feel like there's you're in control of your life. Yeah, I got my life yeah. back. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, so it was good. But what about you guys? What'd you do while I was sleeping? You guys better have been busy and working. Everything's better. We have a million more followers because y'all were hustling, right? Mm -hmm. That's right. <laughs> People are lining up at the gates. We have four followers now on, on, yeah. on Twitter. So, um, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, I think that that, you know, going in there and just like following like somebody like Grant Cordon, right? Mm -hmm. And then like going to their follow page and then start following those people kind of worked out because, you know, those people followed us back, at least four of them, right? So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's and a I mean, start. You think about it, when someone follows you, what do you do? You Typically go like kind of peek at their page and follow mm -hmm. them back and yeah. you know, share the love a little bit. So now it's a matter of, you know, all those tools that, you know, we listen to and Seller Be Sold, he talks about different like thought process behind how he uses social media. So hopefully we can enact some of those and Absolutely. and uh, kind of, it'd be fun to comment on some of his stuff and just kind of show some, show some love to Grant for sharing his thought process on that once we get some traction. Yeah, one. I agree with and that. And so I haven't really logged on to apply any material. I kind of let you run with that for now because you got you kind of got the page rolling and stuff. So um, let me know if you, yeah. if, you, if you want us to start throwing stuff in there, if we want to go in shifts and like everyone think of something to put on that page to post that's interesting to us. Uh, I don't know how you want to run it. So I've been kind of hands off for now. Yeah, absolutely. We, we can definitely talk about that. <laughs> and the next podcast. <laughs> so, that was a sneak peek. Um, yeah, so our topic for today, Ross kind of brought it up, so I'm kind of curious to see what's going on, man. You wanted to talk about relationships today, and and that is a loaded topic. It is. So I kind of wanted to just let you let you run with it a little bit first. Yeah, it seems like uh, like some people are open book about it. They love to share everything about the relationship. Other people are like, eh, why do you want to dig into that? Yeah. But, I bet I can figure out which part of the spectrum you fall on. <laughs> yeah, straight up. <laughs> don't, don't ask me. I don't want to talk about it. So uh, that's why I was, I was pretty excited. I mean, I'm, I, I am. So go ahead. Yeah, so um, I guess uh, we'll talk about like uh, dating relationships. Like something that's uh, helped me in my like current relationship was uh, first thing I did when we started dating was I, I just laid it all out like hey look this is what I'm expecting this is what I kind of want to do with my future you know and I just I just laid it all out there like um, if you want to stick around sure <laughs> not like see ya uh -huh. but I'm just letting you know this is kind of my my goals moving forward and she's like, yeah, sounds good to me. So she, she like stuck around. I don't know why, but, <laughs> but uh, I don't know yeah, why. Like, I, everything I pitched wasn't that good. I mean, it was just... <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty pretty bad pitch. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's uh, absolutely helped me um, throughout our relationship because she like totally knows um, what I'm about. Like, there's no like yeah. secrets. No, like I'm not just gonna throw something at her. Like. Right, you were like, like halfway through the relationship, like, hey, I want to do this. 
Right. You oh, better be with it. Now. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. So you just kind of like laid it on the line and you were like, hey, this is what I'm about. This is my goals. You yeah. Know? Absolutely. If I don't text back, it's probably because I'm working or creating <laughs> something special, right? right? So that's cool. Yeah. I think it's important to definitely lay it on the line like that. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I have nothing to add. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the, uh, you know, um, we've had, we all have our rough patches in our relationship, and I think Kayla and I are navigating through one of those currently, kind of. Um, we're both at a point where we're out of college, which is the first time that we've both been out of college for an extended period of time. So we don't have that, oh, hey, I'm studying for this. I've got this direction that's kind of predetermined for you because you have to get through it. And so it's like you help them get through their school stuff by allowing them to have the time and the, and the space to study and get stuff done. And um, so, you know, without that, once that was gone, it was kind of like, well, what are we doing? We, we feel stagnant. And so we both felt that. And we had a really good chat uh, right before Christmas. She was on her way to my family's house, and, and she called me up halfway through her journey, and we just chatted for or. Either I was driving or she was driving, but we had a good chat. And, um, you know, just it's good to air things out and get it out in the open. And that's one of the things we talked about was we got to get better at talking to each other because this stuff's been on each other's mind. You've had your thoughts about it, and I've had my thoughts about it for the last two months. Why didn't we know how to bring it up out loud to each other till now, you know? Mm. And so that's one of the things we're both bad at. And so we, we understand that about each other, trying to work on it a little bit. And so, you know, it's kind of come down to one of those conversations of are we going to fix it or, or do we quit, you yeah. know, kind of conversations. And, and the, currently we're trying to fix it. So yeah. see, where, see where that goes and, and what, kind of, what kind of changes arise from that. It's all going to be for the better regardless, you know. Absolutely. Right. So, like it. yeah, cool. it was just kind of one of those coming to... Uh, heart-to-heart -heart talks you know they're kind of they're never fun but they're necessary and they, they make you feel better for a while and it's just a matter of what action you take after that whether it works or not yeah. absolutely not yeah. weird like uh you're you're like dating this person for months but even like still like topics like that you're like i shouldn't <laughs> you <Yeah>. know like <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to talk about that right now yeah. or or it's like ooh. What are they going to think if I say that? Am I crazy if I say that? <laughs> yeah, but communication's so important. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree with that. Without a doubt. Rather yeah. scare them off. It's kind of like the, the god of a good relationship. You know, the whole missing puzzle piece, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's how it is for any kind of relationship, though. I mm -hmm. think it's important to, to say the thing, and, um, you know, if, if you find it to be something that's important to, to get it out, you know, regardless of, you know... I mean, some, sometimes there's heavy consequences, right? Like, there's some things that I want to not say, but, you know, there's certain ways that you can put them that, you know, sort of takes the edge off. It's a very, you know... My goal, I don't think it's where I'm at yet, but my goal is to be able to have an understanding with, with my partner, whether that's, you know, Kayla or someone else in the far future, distant future. Right now it's Kayla. And my goal is for her to know that when I come at her with something, it's never like a personal attack. I'm saying everything out of love. And, and I want to, because that way, if, if each person in the relationship knows that, hey, he's going to say some stuff that's going to rub me the wrong way, but he's doing it out of a place of love, 
then it's going to be received differently than, oh my God, you're attacking me. Mm-hmm. How dare you say that about me? You know, it's not, it's like, no, I, I'm saying it because I'm concerned that it's not the right way to go about it. So let's talk about it. I wanted to bring it up. I didn't want to have to think about how to bring it up. I want to be able to just blurt stuff out in relationships so that we can air stuff out. Right. And for both parties not to take offense. Mm-hmm. And that's me included. I mean, I know you can, you have emotional responses to stuff. We're human. And that's part of the perks to being human is we get to have emotions. It's a wonderful thing. They've helped us survive a lot of different things by having emotions, but also learning how to control those so that it's more valuable when you have those emotions to understand whether they're valid or not and then make the logical action after you've had the emotional response. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Emotional quotient is something we can all, we're always going to be working on. Yeah, you're yeah. always gonna find that one trigger that just sets you off. And you're like, "Well, I should have handled that differently." Absolutely, Next time. you yeah. know. <laughs> it's not, yeah, and that's definitely not just with like dating relationships. Like, mm. like I still, um, like I still have trouble like um, saying stuff to like my friends. Like, there's something like that bothers me about them, and I I just don't want to be like, "Hey, like shut the hell up." <laughs> but right. like, it's it's hard to just like come at them with um something like a topic like that yeah but what i mean in like it's like yeah i mean it's you know you don't just throw something like you know, should the yeah you know, beep up but <laughs> right. uh, you know just be like hey man what you're doing right now it's it's kind of making me upset you know there's a different way to frame it i said yeah no absolutely yeah so i know what you mean and i don't know there's always that saying it's like it's not what you say, or it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Mm-hmm. There's definitely truth to that, because it's like, it's different to, you know, if I'm sitting here with James, and I'm like, oh, dude, shut the fuck up. Versus James, shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? I'm like, that's different. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, because one, one, I'm just messing, you know, and obviously, like, mm-hmm. depending on, like, you know, the demeanor at the time, like, or the seriousness of the conversation, like, you're going to say things differently, yeah. so. And that's a, a good thing about, like, you know, us just being like in a room together, because mm-hmm. when we say stuff, like you can actually see the person. Like yeah, exactly. Half of all communication is nonverbal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's cool because it's kind of like we're just sitting here having a conversation too. Like you know, we're making eye contact, stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I think it helps people um, as far as like when you're in a speaking um, turn because you know you, it feels more natural like you're having a conversation versus just like looking directly at the screen. But, uh, yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, I think communication's the, the main key to, you know, a successful relationship for sure. And uh, something that people, you know, use in everyday life, you know, even in work. I mean, it would exponentially, you know, increase your value by being a good communicator. Definitely yeah. something that I struggle with, too, sometimes. Because I'm pretty used to, like, um, you know, being, you know, in tight enough group with people that it's like you can almost like cheat when you communicate because people just get you mm-hmm. understand and so it's like interesting when you go into that like circumstance when you're you're beating a new person like they just don't understand like yet yeah right so and you um, don't understand them yet. and you start yeah yeah and you start building these like languages and at some point like hopefully you know, in a relationship you get to a point where it's like you know it's easier to communicate because you understand each other better mm-hmm. um, and then you're also sort of you know everybody's got their own like language right it's like body language you just understand somebody enough that you can cut those corners yeah. <laughs> sarcasm or not yeah you know, there's some people that i had a, a lab partner um i ended up becoming pretty decent friends with them went out bowling and stuff 
after semester was over and stuff like that. But our first time in lab together, he uh, he hated me. Legitimately <laughs> hated me. Yeah. He, he, I think I ran into him. I was like riding my bike up the sidewalk after lab or something, headed back up to the Highlands. And I was like, oh, hey, Zach, how's it going, man? And he's like, hey, can we talk? And I was like, yeah, we can we can talk. And this this was huge for him at the time. I didn't even think about it. But for him to take this step to be like, hey, I can't have you making jokes and, and being loud and just, I don't know what I don't know what it was, but basically in my head, it all translated to, hey, there will be no having fun in lab, you know, and, 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 and that was probably cutting it a little bit too cut and dry. But you guys know me, I mess around with people, I, I chat, I get, and then I, I get my work done. But the whole time I'm making fun at the guy next to me and asking him for help, and then he says something. I, you know, I, I have I like banter a little bit mm -hmm. while I'm working. Yeah. And so, he he didn't understand that at all. That was not his. He was like, dude, if you don't stop doing that, I said, okay, here's the deal, man. I'm not gonna change, and I want you to know that right now. And if that's an issue, then then let's go talk to the the TA and let's let's get it taken care of, man. Get you a new partner. I said, but. That's who I am. I like to have fun. I don't mean any harm by anything I'm saying. So if I say something that, is, that really rubs you the wrong way, let me know. I can take that. And I'm glad we're having this conversation. I said, I really appreciate you stopping me here today. I said, because that's huge. And, you know, setting each other's expectations for what you can expect from the relationship moving forward, you know. And so we had that heart to heart and then ended up, you know, sharing numbers and, and becoming pretty decent friends after that. Wow. Um, but yeah, he stopped me. He did not like whatever, however that first interaction went, he didn't like it. Um, and he just spoke a different language than I did as far mm -hmm. as, hey, we're in lab. We're here to do work and get the hell out. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm here to, in life to have a little bit of fun all the time. Yeah. You know, we only, we only have this one. I'm not going to be bored <laughs> during any of it. At least he, like, he took the step to like talk to you about Absolutely. it instead of just resenting you and that's all that semester. That's like, what I'm saying. I Look at James. Yeah. Just, oh, I got lab with him today. You know, <laughs> like that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really glad he did. And I, and still to this day, I didn't until reflecting on it later. I didn't realize how huge that was on his part. How big of him that was to take that step of. I'm sure it was uncomfortable for him. Mm -hmm. To be like, hey, can we talk? Because I hate you. <laughs> you know? So I, I really do, uh, did learn something from that interaction. And I, I kind of keep him on the back of my mind when I meet someone new. And they're doing something. It's like, hey, I don't like that. Mm -hmm. We can't have this kind of working relationship if we're going to work together. Yeah. You know? And that was, that was awesome to have experienced that and, and be the guy who he didn't want to work with was another humbling aspect of it. And then for me to throw it back at him a little bit, here's my values, man. I'm gonna have a little bit of fun. We're gonna get work done. I know exactly what's going on in this class and we can be a great team. But, and to stand up for my own values on that side too, to let him know that, hey, I, I'm not gonna just flip the script for you and, and come to your beck and call. You can't expect that from me. Mm -hmm. And so that was, that was an interesting experience to have to like, I had to navigate through it really quickly because it was like right there in front of me, what am I gonna say? Do I just say, yeah, man, I'll shut the hell up? Or do I stand by some of my values that I grew up with was, you know, if you don't enjoy what you're doing, why are you doing it? Mm -hmm. You know, so it was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to poke fun a little bit, and I want you to poke some fun back. Have some fun with it. Have fun with me in lab was kind of my invitation to him when he brought it up. 
And so that was a, I don't want to pat myself on the back for it, but I kind of look back and I'm like, that was a pretty impressive response because I don't stand up for myself very often. I hate conflict. Yeah. And so for me to even like stand up for my little set of values I have when it comes to interacting with people and having a little bit of fun with people, um, kind of surprised me at the time too. Yeah. It's like, huh, I think I nailed it. (laughs) And then it worked out thankfully. But yeah, that was a, another example of a different type of relationship though, that, you know, you realize when you were in school and had a lab partner, what you you texted them like every week because you had an assignment due every week and so that relationship actually during that course of time while you're in class with them was one of the strongest relationships you had all semester because you had to constantly even if it was one where it's like god this guy drags his feet on everything you guys still knew each other better than anyone else who you hadn't talked to that semester consistently mm-hmm. maybe you had a friend that you talked to once a month or got together with and had a beer with or whatever but still, you got to know that lab partner better than anyone else. Good, bad, or indifferent, that was a pretty strong relationship, and it was solely based on consistent communication. Yeah. Right. That's and kind of something you want to do, like, going forward. That's kind of, like, um, with business partners. Mm-hmm. You absolutely want that kind of, like, communication. Like, you're going to be working together. You want to be in communication, like, constantly. Like, even if it's just, like, once a week, get together. You know. Absolutely. I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. One of the other cool things that I actually uh, learned from my little brother, you know, <laughs> kind of funny, but, uh, you know, and his friendships, he kind of made the comment once, you know, like, sometimes just let the other person be right. Like, even if you know, mm-hmm. you just know that, like, that's just not right, like, it's okay. Just let it be. It's not a big deal. And, because I think that that's, like, typically, like, some people are good at, like, you know, whatever their job, and it's more applicable in something, so they have real hands-on experience with something and so yeah. somebody said something and it's just you just went oh that's not right I really want to tell them but sometimes just like yeah that's alright just just let it go let, <laughs> let it be right yeah and that's the reason I'm not single yeah. yet <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah so uh, yeah you know, that one's a hard one um, but I definitely think that it's. I was like wow you know that's true mm-hmm. I actually applied it to you know just my friendships you know with and you know and you know relationships too and I mean it, it does work and it's, it's a hard one to maintain because you're like nah you know especially if someone's like grinding you they already they've already got you upset you know what I mean yeah. and you really want to prove them wrong and it's, <laughs> but you know for the um, sake of the relationship it's yeah. a good investment to say yeah man you're right it makes total sense yeah exactly let's change the subject before I correct you <laughs> exactly I mean you know obviously if you're doing math and 2 plus 2 doesn't equal 5 that's a fact but let's just say that you know, to some extent, right, there's, you know, to make those sort of sacrifices for the peace, like, and that's the whole thing, I mean, you, really a relationship's a lot about sacrifice, too, friendships, you know, romantic relationships, whatever it is, you know, so, um, you know, it'd be great if we could just keep being us at the same time, but somebody's going to give a little bit, you know, yeah, so absolutely. it makes sense, but I think those are pretty valuable um, tools, um, but, yeah. So the summary so far is set your expectations, which is huge, and it's a big part of communication is setting those expectations at the beginning. That's your first communication interaction, and they probably need to keep being revisited through your communication moving forward. So we have expectations, communication, Mm -hmm. and sometimes you just got to concede and let the other person be right. Absolutely. And so, I mean, that really is a, a 
pretty powerful summary of yeah. relationships that we've come to today. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think we've all experienced little bits and pieces, but it's 100% accurate. I mean, business relationships to romantic relationships, um, consistent communication, even if it's just a, hey man, what's up? Ideally, you're getting a communication of, hey, I've been on the grind, we've been doing this, it didn't work, what do I do next? Or vice versa, it's like, hey, we're having a lot of success here, um, we need some extra hands, we need some extra help. It should be a productive conversation with your business partner, but at yeah. least say hello every week and let them know that you're, you're still there. Um, and your romantic, romantic relationships are a lot the same way. It's like, you can live in the same house with someone and still feel like you're not really there for them yeah, and absolutely. really talk to them. And so, um, you know, I'm trying to get better at that and fine tune, like, how much do I force in the conversation, you know? Because, like, yeah. I like to just get everything out there and show, throw all my big plans out as to how I want to fix everything. And then eventually you do nothing because there's so much ideas out there, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's overwhelming for the other person, too. So right. it's uh, communication, conceding, and expectations. Absolutely. Yeah. And I can't stress enough, like, how important just relationships are in general. I used to, I used to resent high school a lot because I'd be that, like, that shy kid with, like, I'd get all my stuff done and everything. But um, I always resented, like, the, the popular kids, the ones who, like, they, I know they didn't do anything in school, but, like, everybody loved them because, you know, they knew how to talk. They knew, like, they were friends with everybody. And I was like, well, um, one day I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be out of high school and, like, all my achievements are going to be finally recognized, you know. But, you know, the world ain't like that. You can't do everything by yourself. You need people. Like, we're all... Humans are social creatures. Like, yeah. we, we need people. And that's how you're going to be successful in life. So, like, I don't care, like, what other skills you're learning. Absolutely, you must absolutely learn, like, um, like interpersonal relationship, like, skills. Mm -hmm. Learning how to talk to people. Like, that is absolutely important. I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Learning how to invest in those relationships and which ones to invest that's in. That's right, yeah. I mean, it, it definitely, definitely uh, you know, I mean, it's a pretty common saying nowadays that, you know, you live like your five best friends. So, mm -hmm. I mean, definitely pick the relationships carefully. Um, and I think it's cool, like, Frost was kind of saying at the very beginning of this, you know, setting the expectation of, like, hey, this is who I am, this is what I'm trying to, you know, drive for. and then hopefully that, you know, people get on board of that. And, and since you've already set your sort of goals and expectations, it's, just, it's easy to see that, like, look, is this person pulling me away from what I want or mm -hmm. so on, et cetera, or are they pushing me, you know, to, to be better or whatever. So, but yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think that relationships are uh, very key, huge pieces to success. Um, and obviously it's, uh, I mean, you know, it's pretty easy to, you know, take the time to isolate yourself to work on something, but I've noticed that, you know, I'm speaking from a college standpoint, like, you know, going to the library and working by myself, that was typically the thing, uh, but I actually picked up some research that, you know, like working closely with people that are dealing with the same, or, you know, a similar situation, mm -hmm. which would be classmates, right, um, actually reflected 
or students who participated in that type of activity actually uh, showed greater, you know, grades and understanding of the knowledge and stuff. So I actually started doing that where I started like working with somebody in the class, you know. Um, it was cool. I actually got to develop some good relationships. There were people that were, you know, typically a little bit smarter than me because uh, <laughs> I feel like I could learn more from them. Mm -hmm. um, and they really had their, you know, they had their thing, you know, they had it straight. Like they, they wanted to do well. They wanted to perform well in the class and so on, et cetera. So, you know, I wanted to be a part of that, right? Yeah. By association, right? I wanted to do better. And so I think that that's one of the things that like, you know, building relationships with people that have, you know, similar desires to succeed. Um, and then also, you know, people that are doing better or excelling or whatever, you know, yeah. all great things. You know, those are the kind of relationships you want to have. Absolutely. So that you're always pushing and nurturing each other in a sense. Yeah. When I went back to college, like um, my first class I did, like summer just to like uh, give me that like one math credit to put me back on track for the engineering stuff. Yeah. Like I went inside, like I went there and for the most part, like, I didn't know these kids. I wasn't going to talk to them, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I was kind of doing everything myself. I get my first test back. It's a D. I'm like, man, am I dumb? <laughs> like, maybe I'm not, like, college ready, you know? So I kind of I kind of went back, kind of, like, destroyed, you know? And then somebody sent out a mass email to all the, the students in the class. Like, hey, we're going to do a study session. And I decided, yeah, let's go. Let's do it. I went there. And everyone's, everybody's talking about how bad they did on the test. I'm like, oh, okay. So I guess I'm not the only one. And right. we, like, studied together and we started, like, understanding it. Yeah. And, like, yeah, we all helped each other, like, pass that class. Yeah. And, and, and like you're saying, like, I mean, the thing is that, like, college was cool. I mean, we already had conversations about college, right? Yeah. But I think that it's huge as far as, like, it really plays a large key in, like, the relationship side of things. Um, because you're around so many people. Yeah. So many tools you know, so on, et cetera. And I think we've all had those experiences. We've had really great groups. Mm -hmm. And then we've had those groups where it's like, you know, there's always that free rider. And I mean, I've had just horrible experiences with some groups where, to a point where it's like, hey, look, like this piece of the report isn't done, but I've done my piece. Yeah. I showed the professor and they're just like, well, then I have to, you know, that, you know, it's not going to be on you. It's going to be on that person mm -hmm. who's supposed to be that piece, like that kind of crap. Um, and then I just had some really fun groups where you really learn a lot from. So, I mean, it's great. I mean, there's definitely powerful. So relationships can be very powerful. Yeah. So, To quote John C. Maxwell, I heard him say this at a conference I was at. He said, if you have a big dream, you're going to need a big team. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. you know, if you, if you have a big dream, then you better start looking for your big team because if you, if you don't have it, right? Because... Otherwise, that's all it is, and that's all it'll ever be. Right, right. And so that's, and that's what you know. I've heard from a lot of different people I respect in my life is, yeah, find people who can fill in the areas that you don't understand, work together, shared experience is huge, and that's what you got out of your math class. It was like you were so that's down nice. on yourself, for not doing as well as you thought you should have on that test, but then you found out that you were not alone in that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you, if you let yourself feel alone in your journey through whatever you're getting through, then it can be really detrimental to your mental health too. Yeah, exactly. Because, yeah, back to your point, like he could have just been like, man, I'm a dumbass, right? Yeah. Right. But, and then just carried that with him, kept studying individually. But then you found that, hey, look, everybody, you know, did 
equally as bad or worse or maybe a little bit better mm-hmm. but everybody shared in sort of this downfall and then you're like whoa it's not just me yeah you know I'm exactly not, you know i didn't feel alone in that experience yeah, anymore exactly yeah. so it didn't didn't you know crap on your confidence Right, mm-hmm. so. And the funny part is, if you were to look at that group of people, they probably had a, a variety of backgrounds and different experiences through their life, but the one thing that united you guys was that crappy math test, Yeah. right? Yeah. And so even though you all had different directions, different goals, different plans, you were not re- united on that one front, and that's where you could all come together and, and help each other move forward. And so that's kind of one of the things I, I try to get out of my own head, because I can f- feel myself getting so streamlined focused on the fact that I, I don't know if I'm doing the right stuff. Uh, my, is my money in the right investments is, you know, whatever I have these doubts for myself. Mm-hmm. And the bottom line is I, I don't need to go through it by myself. Right. And so everyone that we bring in here and talk to about, about different varieties of things is going to help you understand more about the stuff you don't understand and understand that you don't need to know everything because we have a relationship with someone who can have a similar goal, but they know a different aspect of all the details. Exactly. And so that, that's going to be major, majorly powerful moving forward for, for us. And so that's the main reason I'm so excited for what we do in this room is just to figure out where we're going and know that you don't have to know everything to do it. And that's the most exciting part. And relationships are going to be a huge part of that. And uh, I'm looking forward to meeting more people around Reno who have similar goals and are just as stuck as we are. Because we're going to figure out that we all have this desire to move forward and we're going to push each other to do that. Absolutely. So, yeah. I think it's um, that Dream 100 thing you brought up. Yep. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, we'll definitely have to hit that a lot harder with some intention. Um, Because that way, at the end of the podcast, like we're doing now, about to wrap up, I'd like to be mentioning other podcasts from around town who, you know, have similar goals as us, or even if it's just a different aspect that they like to focus on, you know, whether it's they just have a podcast for investing or real estate or just a fun one that we like to listen to. Those are going to be just as powerful to um, talk about. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, good session, boys. Hey, eh? it's good to be back and uh, you know sharing sharing our uh, passions with everybody that we hope is listening. And uh, yeah. go check us out on Twitter. Search for the margins. Uh, this is uh, brought to you live weekly. So uh, this is Nathan signing off with James Yannick and uh, for Ross. <laughs> <laughs>